The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit themediacaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's the mediacaptain.com Twitter account at the media captain. So, buddy, first off, how was Thanksgiving? Very good. How about you? It was nice. Um, I got to say, watching Dallas lose was a little different this year. I, I really didn't care at all. I barely even watched the game. I mean, I watched enough of it, but um, I was kind of in and out watching the game, whereas before, you know, you're kind of bringing your plate in front of the, <laughs> the TV set uh, and, and making sure they lose or at least have a miserable day. But. I don't know, man. It was weird this year. I just, I, it goes back to what you said a couple of podcasts ago. Like, I just want to win. I'm tired of rooting for against other teams, right. and that's, that's where I am. As much as I hate Dallas and the Eagles, it's like I know that only yeah. one. I know that only one will make it. And at this point, I don't even care who makes it. I don't care. I so. tell you what, Joe. You put a good tweet on. Uh, excuse me. A, a put. Oh God. <laughs> Let me start that over again. You put a b- good tweet on Twitter when you said. The media, uh, the NFC East is so mediocre, mediocre. What a shame that the Giants are out of it, right? It really is a shame, isn't it? Because you, uh, if the Giants were four and seven right now, Jerry, you would be saying, "Well, guess what? December's going to be interesting because we're a game out, and we, who knows what could happen? We got to play the Eagles twice, right?" Yeah, I mean, we we would have meaningful but, games now, yeah, and we don't. I mean, who, I don't think anybody saw this coming. But the Cowboys would be so mediocre. The Eagles are five and six, and. You know, a six-loss team is in first place yeah. after 11 games, 12 games for Dallas. And if the Giants were, you know, five and six or four and seven, you, the, the, the interest four, in this four, team would you be— You said it, four and seven even. Amazing. Yeah, the interest in this team would be off the charts just to see what would happen in the last five games of December. And here it is, a total, complete joke. You know, not even an interest for anybody. You know, they, they could have beat Dallas. They could have beat Detroit or Arizona or Chicago. Like, two more wins. The Jets, two more wins. That's it. Four and seven. But one of those wins would have had to be Dallas to make it really interesting. But, man, now it's, uh, you know, on to next year, and you're just watching the, the, the leaders of the NFCs bumble every week. And I, I think it's going to end up being the Eagles because how easy their schedule is, unless yeah. Dallas can beat them in week 16 and, and, and still be, a, you know, at least tied with them. But, Dallas has some tough ones coming up, and the Eagles have a cakewalk. They get us twice. They get Miami, Washington, yep. and, uh, you know, it's just a sad state of affairs, man. You're, you're watching you're watching football yesterday, and I'm just like, wow. I mean, and my other tweet that I put out there in the game was, hey, Giants, I hope you watch, guys. You should want no part of Jason Garrett at all. None. I, I don't know where that's coming from. I, I hope I, it's not I, us, buddy. It's scary because Rappaport puts out there, not only from Garrett's side, he's coming from the Giants' side. So somebody, So somebody – is saying something in the Giants building about Jason Garrett. That's where Rappaport's getting that from, you know? Yeah. Uh, he does, you know, Ian Rappaport's not making this stuff up. No, he's you not. Know? Um, he doesn't do that. You know, you know he does not, maybe he's not 100% dead on all the time, but he's not going to – he's not a clickbait guy. He's not going to put anything out there 
just for the sake of putting some out there. So, so he got this from somewhere, you know. Yeah. And, and to even I, I don't know where he got it from, uh, but if that's even a consideration, I'm telling you right now, Jerry. First of all, Sherman's gotta get fired. I don't know what they're gonna do with Sherman, but if that ever played out and Garrett was the man, I, you will see a half-empty stadium opening day next year. I agree. I, there, I, there'll I, be I, airplanes, revolt, season tickets will not be renewed. Nobody wants the red-headed clapper. I don't know where the hell that rumor's coming from, but it's obviously out there, okay? Yeah. Because not, not just Rappaport, a couple of people have reported it. I'm thinking it's yeah, because so. it's uh, 2020 next year, it'll be drones. <laughs> You just see a ton of drones. Well, whatever. Yeah. Drones, no, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, I'm just thinking you'll just yeah. see a million drones. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, that's way down the road. It's, that's really kind of pointless to get into now, but it, it is out there. No, I mean, it's not and pointless if it's out there, right? I mean, it is out there, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, how I feel about Jason Garrett. I, I don't know why it would even be a consideration. He's a horrible coach. Horrible. He's a puppet. Terrible. He doesn't do anything except blow. Only he has to do is make decisions during the game as far as timeouts and going for it. He yeah. can't even do that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, that guy is all the talent on that team. Yeah. And they've won nothing over the last four years. Nothing. Right. So, that, that's 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 just say it all. And. and... I, I don't know. They get away from the run worse than anybody. I mean, they, they are loaded on the line. They have a good running back as much as I can't stand the guy. Ezekiel, it's very good. They get away from the run worse than anybody. And, and you said it before, man, like the redheaded clapper who can't manage the clock. Like he's the opposite of Shermer in that Shermer does too much with the offense. Garrett does nothing, but they both mismanage the clock just as bad. And no, they're both, they're both bad. Yeah. I, wow. I, I, the, you know, it's um, I don't want him anywhere near, but um, <laughs> look, it's it's no secret. My wife's cousin went to Temple and I've, I've made that very clear with tweets and podcasts. And so he was over yesterday, he came home and I asked him, I'm like, all right, dude, what do you got? Matt Rule. What, what, what can you tell me? Because that's the other name that uh, everyone's floating. Uh, I know he coached under Coughlin for a short time and uh, he just seems to be the, the flavor of the week. And I don't, know if he, I, think, I don't know if he interviewed with the Jets. He might have interviewed with the Jets and. He wanted more control. But anyway, I asked him, I said, what's the deal with Matt Rule? What do you think? And he said, you either love him or hate him. He said he likes to play psychological games with you. Uh, he will call you in his office uh, and test you uh, kind of randomly, which mm -hmm. I, you know, I heard that. I, I got excited, to be honest with you, Chris. And yeah. I, I said to Zach, I said, hey, uh, did you like him? And he said, no, I liked him. Yeah, he did. But um, he thinks he's a program builder. And look, I don't know if he'll be a guy that we consider, but his name's out there as well. So sounds um, somebody tweeted at us, sounds a little like Parcells uh, with the psychological stuff, but yeah, I don't know. Mm. It is what it is. It's out there. So Yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll get down there. But first of all, there's no even hint of, there's no hint of him even wanting to leave Bala. Right. You know, so I, and Sherman's not fired yet. So, I mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, listen, this isn't the 80s either where you could play psychological games with guys. This is a different type of athlete today, so he's yeah. got to be careful. If that guy ever gets a job in the NFL, he's got to be careful about playing those games too with these guys. Now yeah. you got to pamper these guys, you know, the whole crap, you know, yep. so yep. Uh, we'll worry about that now, you know. Yeah, just, what happens. Just... After they lose 40 to nothing Sunday to the Packers, then uh, – you know, the C to be getting uh, even hotter for this chairman. <laughs> Chris, I, I think this is the work with the injuries that we have and, yeah. and that quarterback coming in here. The fact that their running backs can run out of the backfield and catch the ball. 
Chris, I, I think this is the worst matchup the Giants could have, maybe unless they were playing the Chiefs um, or Baltimore, right? Like a, a powerful offense. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw for, if it's not snowing, and it's like it was today, I think he's going to throw for about 350. And, and I think we're going to lose by 30 or 40 points. I mean, obviously, we're wow. going to get to the pick segment. I, I don't, it's, it's rare when I say this, but I don't know how the Giants have a chance Sunday. Mm. Yeah, well, especially against a team coming off a bad loss. They're going to be even, right. you know, they're fighting for a division, you know. Right. And so. you, have, you have Tate. Now you have Tate and concussion protocol, right? Yeah. You have yeah. Ingram, yeah. Ingram still not playing. Ellison, yep. not that Ellison is, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, tra- uh, Kelsey. Yeah, um, yeah, and then you have um, who am I missing? Somebody else on offense. Uh, Pepper is he's on defense, but still. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the spine. Exactly, Posse, maybe, possibly. Yeah, Chris, we don't, can, can we don't you... quite know yet. Maybe uh, is he on IR? Well, no. Who told you that? Oh, who t- oh, I don't know. Yeah, dude, go into that a little bit. What the hell is uh, that? Yeah, listen. Um, from what I understand, Pat Leonard for the Daily News uh, put it out there today, and. He he's befuddled. For my understand, I wasn't there today. For my yeah. understand, everybody yeah. was befuddled by yeah. Sherman's answer. Yeah. Uh, they talked about the Oscars supposed to go in the IR this week mm-hmm. with the injuries, so-called injuries, mind you. I was there Wednesday. He was he was in practice. He looked fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And next thing you know, um, he's going to go in the IR due to wrist injuries and all that. Asked about they asked Sherman today about it. He was like. Oh, he's not definitely going on the IR. Oh, he might play Sunday. Uh, then he's ruled out. The ex-special teams coach McGahey about him going on IR. McGahey's like, what are you talking about? Oh, that's so embarrassing. You know, so Leonard asked him, Pat asked him about, well, are you shutting him down? Yes or no? And McGahey was like, well, you got to ask the head coach about that. I mean, what's going on here, Jerry? You know, the one thing we did have was uh, we kept saying culture. You have a different locker room. And you oh, have yeah, pl- great culture. Right, you have players playing for them. Now what do you have? You have a crap team, uh, and you have this crap. You know, Jerry, I- I've mentioned this before the last few uh, last year and this year. You know, Sherman's, I like to call it CIA attitude with injuries. Yeah. Um, it's really played out. And you know what? This one burned him in the butt. He looks like a fool. His special teams coach doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about. Shame. Um, you know, it's it's embar- it's embarrassing. To me, it sounds like they want to cut the Aussie, but because he's around here so long, they want to do it with respect, so they're going to make up this wrist injury crap, and they're going to have this other kid active Sunday. I forget his name. Whoever the hell we have coming out of the practice squad. He's going to snap, and they just want to be classy about it, and they're going about it like this. And, no, and it seems like everybody's not on the same page in the building. It's another example of just bad management, you know. Um, yeah, it looks like a joke. Yeah, think about that right for now. a second. It's, it's, for a it's second. pretty sad. You know, only the you know I hate to I hate to be so damn negative, but like this is what we're left with, right? Only the yeah. Giants can aggravate their fan base on a day where they don't play football. Like, just practice. It's just practice. But because there's miscommunication between the special teams coach and the head coach and what what they're doing. Yeah, they come out looking like idiots. And we just sit here and, you know, you read yeah. Twitter and you're like, oh, okay, wait, is Zach, is he IR'd? Is he not? And then the whole Peppers thing, you know, Sharma saying he can play through it. It's a vertebrae injury. He's going to play I, through I it. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Oh, come on, man. He's got a, he's got a, a fractured, uh, what is it? What is it? Vertebrae? Yeah, it's a, on, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's wing, a, a wing yeah, the, bone in the back. The, tra- the transverse thing. Mm. It's, it's, 
It's it's Dangerous. an injury to the vertebrae, yeah. Fracture. Yeah. He's not coming back, man. Yeah, why would and he? Sherman's, and Sherman's trying to give us the impression this week that he's questionable for Sunday. If he can play through it. Oh, you know, it might be a pain thing. He's got a broken bone in his back. <laughs> I mean, because this guy refuses to admit to us that a guy is out. I mean, because he thinks he's playing games with the Packers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't make that like it's so I mean it's so played out it's beyond belief this whole act with the injuries like you really, like, he told us that Wednesday in the auditorium you know at the facility Jerry about you know Peppers uh, you know see how much pain he could take and like he's not ruled out for Sunday you really honestly Jerry you want to raise your hand and go uh, you know coach how much are you an insult on a tell yeah. stop insulting the media stop insulting the fan base with this crap about, oh, yeah, Peppers. No, he's not ruled out Sunday. Like, dude, he's out. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, dude, it, it's ridiculous. It's, it's so it, played like out, you said, Jerry. It, it, what is it, from Michael Corleone? Don't insult my intelligence. It makes me very angry. You know? <laughs> like, that's what you feel like when you're watching a Shermer press conference. He yeah. just, he, he, he says things to you that, you know, are blatant lies. And you're supposed to accept it and say, okay, it's almost like the... Uh, like communist, the old communist regimes. Like, okay, thank you. Yeah. So this 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 will work. Great. Yeah. I don't know, man. Whatever. Uh, it's just, you know, you're just waiting for the season to end, Jerry, to see what happens next. To be it honest a shame? It's a shame. You, that's what um, you're waiting for. Yeah. Uh, you know, we honestly, Jerry, we just sit around <clears throat> during his presses and we just look at each other like, is this guy kidding me? You know? Yeah. It's embarrassing. It really is. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, it's a shame, buddy. Um, you know, and he and he hates us with a passion, which is fine, whatever. Even the other day, you know, even, even the other day Wednesday, he, he starts to, he starts going through his nonsense at a presser, and, and in the middle of it, he goes, "Oh, by the way, happy Thanksgiving." And uh, you know, like it was so like you know, <laughs> it was so like yeah, not like sarcastic, really, yeah, so, yeah, right, it was right. so like yep. Pat. You might as well, you might as well just say, you know, I hope you guys choke on a bone. We respect <laughs> that more, you know, uh, whatever. You know what, Coach? I hate to tell you. But the media is not the reason why you're two and nine, bud. Yeah, that's right. You're the reason. Yeah. You and your whole coaching staff. And, uh, and then Betcher comes out again today. Everybody's working hard. Oh, once again, Sherman mentioned today about behind the scenes. Uh, and when we start winning, you guys will start seeing it. Like, it's – you see why he had a problem in Cleveland. I mean, he had a problem with the media in Cleveland. There was only, like, four people there. And, and it's really embarrassing some of the things is going on now, man. It's just what a, really what a, what, a, what a shame, dude. What a shame. Um, and, and we don't want to come on here and be negative, guys. I swear. Now, people are saying, ah, folks, people are like, know. oh, you've taken a negative turn. Well, guys, we're 2-9, and nine and we have a coach who lies to us. I, I don't know how you make a positive out of that. I really don't. And then you got guys that are not playing. Then you have miscommunication between your special teams coach and your head coach. And special teams coach reaction to the media is, well, then ask the head coach. That's, that's mismanagement across the board. That's a bad yeah. look. And there's been times, but believe me, Jerry, the last year, two years with McGahey, where a couple of times we asked him about, what about this guy? You know, how did you think about this guy returning a kick or something like that? And McGahey will look at us and go, well, you know, that 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 that's up to the head coach. Other words, yeah, that's what I want to do, but this wow. buffoon doesn't. Wow. Trust me, Jerry. Trust me. You know I don't lie to you, bud. Yeah, no, I know you don't. We all read McGahey. We're not we're not dumb. Yeah. Sometimes coaches like to get things out there in their own way. You know. Yeah, that's why he said, you know, I'd love to see him get uh, just an interview, you know, see what uh, what he could bring to the table. Listen, you want to turn around this crap? Go out and play a good game Sunday. Beat a Packers team that's desperate for women. Not desperate for women. It needs a win bad. Yeah. Uh, or at least let it come down to the wire, Jerry. Yeah. You know, lose by a field goal at the end or something. Yeah. You know, not just lose 37-13 or something like that, you know. Yeah. So, listen, 
you want to turn the negativity around. You want to turn this, you, when your nonsense around what you say to presses. You start winning games and nobody gives a flying you-know-what what you say at presses. That's he, the way it is. He also brought in four kickers, too. Yeah, he did that. I guess he thought he was going to spark Rosa, you know, Rosas, the whole act, you know. He had no intention to sign anybody this week. He was going to keep Rosas for another week. So I don't know why he did that. I yeah. really don't. You know, that's funny, too, buddy. I, like, I know that Rosas has struggled, and, and, and you got to think, like, wow, is he is he mentally strong enough to move on from this? And, yeah, I hope he is. I, I like Rosas. He's, He's a pro bowler out. last year, right? But, you know, that happens, and they bring in four <laughs> – they bring in four kickers. All I could think was, could we bring in four coaches just to try them out too, Pat? Because yeah. you're, you're not really good at your job either. And I, it's only Pat Shermer can make me want to defend a, guy, a kicker who's missed, you know, multiple extra points and in yeah. six games in a row he's missed field goals yeah. or whatever. But, but it is what it is. It's just he, – yeah. he's starting to aggravate me with everything he does now. So Yeah, well, you know, Belichick brought a few kickers in this week and he cut folk. He yeah, like so he was – yeah, he didn't like the way he looked last After week. he had an appendectomy. After he went to the hospital, right, had an emergency <laughs> appendectomy. So, uh, but Belichick, I don't think it depend- It didn't matter with that. He was going to cut him anyway. I know, but that just, that's so, so ruthless. He's ruthless. But the point being is that Belichick put kickers in, and if somebody caught his eye, you know, he was looking to replace the guy. Yeah. Sherman thought he was going to spark a fire in the Rosas, I guess, this week, you know, with his, you know, bringing in these kickers. We'll see. Oh, I can tell you this, you know, Rosas is a little psyched out right now. Yeah. He is a little psyched out. Hopefully he kicks his way out of it, or this could be the 2017, unless he was a fluke. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, buddy. What is going but, on? But, listen, um, you know, let's see what happens on the field Sunday. Uh, Jones is down a couple of weapons. Again, this poor kid can't get everybody for one game, right? Can't have everybody healthy for one game. And, boy, Evan Ingram is feeding the narrative that you cannot now, depend on him. Yeah. I mean. Now, oof. you look at the Packers. Everybody thinks they're a great defensive team. Oh, my God. They're really not. No, they're, they're not. They're, they're 28th of the league. Yeah. But they're plus eight in turnovers, and they got two guys who are getting to the quarterback, and that makes up for a lot of deficiencies, my friend. Guys okay? who guys who we would have loved to have had, uh, but we just didn't have the cap money to, to yeah. sign them. And listen, they have, you know, they have one linebacker that's very active, and they have two guys off the edge that get to the quarterback, and that makes up for a lot, man. But this is a game, in my opinion, that Saquon Barkley could do some things. But whether or not they block up front for him, whether or not Saquon feels like he wants to hit the hole hard this week, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a frustrating season, pal. I don't know where to go from here. Yeah, yeah. You look at the offense and, and Tate's out and our starting wide receivers are going to be Shepard and, and Slayton. And look, Slayton, um, I, I, we talked about it before, nice find. Um you interviewed him for the insider, which was awesome. I loved his answers, and it seems like a good kid. He's working hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, tight end, we have what? Caden Smith? Uh, yeah. The kid from yeah. Stanford who was. Caden uh, Smith and Scott Simonson. That's what we got. And he was, uh, you know, they may be able to do something with Smith. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm just excited. Look, if you want to watch the Giants now, we're all going to watch. We're all buffoons. You watch these young kids and see if they can develop in anything. Obviously, you watch Daniel Jones. He's the whole reason you watch. But you watch guys like Caden Smith, see what he can do. You watch Julian Love because he'll be starting. Uh, you watch Corey Ballantyne, see if he can rebound. And even DeAndre Baker, uh, Sam Beal, see if these guys can do this week. See what they can do against the great Aaron Rodgers and see if they can compete. Um, you know, it's, it's something to you know, hang your hat on a little and see what uh, Dexter Lawrence does. That, those are the guys I'm going to watch. I'm not going to be watching um, you know, Mike Remmers and... Jalapio and the guys. Well, you'll be watching Remmers and Solder, right? After, after you know, when when uh, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith blow by him. 
yeah. then you're going to be watching him a lot. You know, mm-hmm. you, know you, you don't think they'll actually do quick hits and try to get a quick passing game going, do you, Jerry? He's going to have Jones in the back of the pocket, like looking for deep route verticals and, you know. Shotgun all game. <laughs> you, you, you know, you look at the coaching, Jerry, wow. and it's, we talked about this numerous times, how coaching is so huge in the NFL. Last night, I'm watching the Saints. Yep. <laughs> and I'm watching the lineup. And I said, well, I know the Saint, the left side of the Saint line is out. Taron Armstead's hurt. Uh, you know, Andreas Pete broke his arm. I know he's been out, right? Yep. And then I see the starters. <laughs> and who's starting the left tackle? Couldn't, be- Patrick I could, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And this is what we talk about, the coaching. I'm like, Patrick Omame is starting a left tackle for Sean Payton and the Saints. And you see the way they change their whole game plan. Everything they do offensively, they changed to get more quick hits. All right? You see, Breeze was getting rid of the ball in about a second last night, right? Yep. You change your route trees. Because you got to obviously help out Mohamed. First of all, he's not even a tackle. Second of all, he's not good, as we know, right? Stinks. And now you look <laughs> you look at Sherman, the Giants, and you say to yourself, when do they do stuff like this when the tackles are struggling, right? Oh, no, no. They run the regular offense, whether it's Eric Smith or Nate Zolder <laughs> or Anthony Munoz. I mean, <laughs> you just can't make this up, man. Well, you, just, you, that, you know. To your point, buddy, you, you look at Omame. Um, and then in, in New England, we said it. Right tackle is uh, Marshall Newhouse. Uh, center in, in at the with the Forty ers is, is Weston Richburg. They're not great, but they're functioning. They didn't, mm-hmm. you know, they, they could barely function with us. What, Richburg was okay, but Newhouse and Amame were atrocious. Um, and you just uh, Eric Flowers is guard for for the Redskins and functioning. So I don't know, guys. How do you sell to me that you should keep Hal Hunter? H- how? I don't know. Uh, come on. The Giants fans aren't buying anything that's coming out of they the facility right now, buddy. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. So, and if if you're uh, gonna make changes with Shermer, at least make him changes. If you're not, if you're gonna keep him, he's got to turn over that coaching staff. He has to. I'll, I si- significantly. I don't see how you finish three and thirteen or whatever it might be, and come back with the whole staff. Can't see how you sell it, my friend. Yep. We'll see. Starting Sunday, you know they got the Packers. Um, who are eight and three, as we know, and then the following week, a Monday night game against the Eagles, who need the game bad. Yeah, so. we we always play well in Philly on Monday night, right? We play well on Monday nights as it is, and in Philly, we we really dominate. So I'm sure that won't be a bloodbath either. That's awesome. That's great. Good. Can't wait. <laughs> all right. Um. All right, dude. Twenty two minutes in, we got ninety one responses to the question. Not going to read all ninety one, but we'll try and get to. The best ones. Uh, also, we'll be giving away tickets, and God bless whoever wants to go to that game tomorrow, Sunday, uh, Sunday night, guys. You guys are awesome. I'll send a tweet probably tomorrow morning sometime about this podcast, a uh, question about this podcast, and uh, whoever gets it right first, two tickets on a parking pass. So try and enjoy yourself and be safe, especially if the weather's bad. Uh, Sound New York, uh, buddy. We kind of answered this already. GM and coach going in together. We think Gettleman will get another year and kind of deserves it. Um, well, he doesn't deserve it. He'll get another year to fix this mess. I don't think they'll both go together. Um, Sean Allen at Spa 32 Blue. This was brought up on the, on that station with that guy who knows everything. <laughs> but I found it interesting and wanted your thoughts. Do you think we would have more wins if Eli was still playing? I know. Uh, D- you said, I know DJ is the future. But no, I, th- I, think- I don't. No, I really don't. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Maybe okay. one. I don't know. What game did Jones? I don't know. No, I really don't. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Uh, Texas wine lover at TX wine lover. Alex Tanya stayed around to help prepare for games with the team losing so much. What does that say about Alex Tanny? Hashtag buffoon crew. I find the whole Alex Tanny thing comical. They, uh, to me, they could use the roster spot all year for something else. I find it comical, but this is, this is like another, in a long string of comical moves by Sherma, you know? So, yeah, yeah you would think like, this is a retired guy who played. You would think this is like Josh McCown. Seriously, right, right. the guy's played a lot of football, and you have him as you have you have him as a veteran voice in there too, right? Right. Plus, you have Eli Manning. Do you really need Alex Tanny? No, yes. no. You can't make this up. And this is oh, the, he, this is the stubborn yeah. part of Shermer that he just doesn't give up. Yeah, yeah. The stubbornness while he's flying out the door, January first. <laughs> Big Blue VCR, one of the best followers at Big Blue VCR. How would you guys rank uh, Giants head coaches from Perkins to Shermer? That's a, yeah, well, I mean, obviously Parcells and Coughlin, but then like, so ranking Shermer, Perkins, McAdoo, and Dan Reeves and Fossil? I don't know. Pick them, throw them in a Perkins first, then put the rest of them in a hat and pick them out and let me know what you come up with, buddy. I yeah. would say the worst is McAdoo still. So, but I don't know about you, Chris. I would say the worst is Ray Hanley, believe it or not. you over McAdoo. Well, that's a good one because they had Ray a- Hanley had a lot of talent. <laughs> Yeah, he had a championship and somehow team. managed to destroy that team. <laughs> Chris, does, does Banks ever talk about Hanley to you or no? He hated him. <laughs> He's so, the worst coach he ever played for. Wow. Wow. And it's mm. a shame because um, Dan Reeves didn't give him a chance, Banks. He was gone by then. Mm. That's a shame. I would have liked to see him instead of, uh, who was it, Michael Brooks and Carlton Bailey came in. That was when we brought in the Denver Broncos with Dan Reeves. Uh, Carlton Bailey was a, was a bill, but we brought out a lot of ex-Broncos. Mike Horan, Arthur Marshall, Mike Kroll. Mike Kroll stunk. Anyway, uh, let's see. Dan Houseman at D House. Why does Mr. Behind the Scenes Development get more than nominal credit for Jones' development? He's a sixth overall pick, not a middle rounder, so this shouldn't be a surprise. It's not a bad point. It's not a bad point. He said it's not like the Giants are losing 38-35 routinely. This offense sucks. Yeah, Dan, you you have a great point. Like, Shermer gets a lot of credit for Daniel Jones. But, yeah, it it might be more Jones, right? The the natural talent that he has. I don't know, man. That's a hell of a question. No, listen, you got to give Shermer credit, Jerry. The kid's developed. He's put up good numbers, man. Yeah. Shermer, listen, you know, we're not not Shermer bet. When a guy deserves credit, he deserves credit. And and he's done some good things with Jones. No question about it. The kid is developed, man. Now he has to throw an interception in about two and a half games, right? A hundred something uh, pass attempts. Uh, So, you know, listen, he's done a lot. You know, he's done a lot of good things, man. And Shermer deserves credit for that. Yeah. All right. Tom. Sorry to tell you. I mean, no, I, no, no, no. I don't I mean, mean like to, that. I don't mean. I don't mean to make you upset, but I'm just. No, you know, no, you, you don't. Give no. the guy credit when he deserves credit, man. No, that's so funny. No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant he. Um, I guess with the mechanics, things like that. Um, okay, but w- when we watch the offense, it doesn't seem like Shermer does him any favors. That's all. Well, that's the whole of the story. The question was about his, as far as him developing. Yeah, that's right? fair. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Listen, as far as play calling, throwing a course of a game, that's a whole other story, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. All right. Good stuff. Tom at Tom Lap 66, moving beyond Shermer. I would prefer a defensive genius as a future head coach versus an offensive guru. 
Anyone stand out for you, Chris? Hashtag buffoon crew. Can we win the NFC East division if we win out? Sadly, yes, if we won out. And uh, yeah, but I'm not getting into those scenarios. Always a buffoon. Yeah, Tom, we're all buffoons for even talking about things like that. Chris, any anybody on the defensive side um, that you look at and say that guy's mm. that guy be a head coach? On a defensive side, I hate to say it, Jerry, but Jim Schwartz is one of them. But I just don't know if he's head coach material. You know, he's crazy, right? I just don't. I, he might be just one of those guys that. Yeah, he just might be one of those guys that's just a coordinator. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, but he might be a guy that deserves a, a second chance, Jerry. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not sold on him here. But you talk about defensive minds, right? Yeah. And he's got to be one of them that you that you think about, right? Oh, I would, I would consider him. Sure. He's got the experience. I know it wasn't successful in Detroit. Not a ton of talent either. But you let, you know, when you see him in Philly, Jerry, the, their defense is not the reason why they've been losing the last few weeks, dude. No, not at all. It's Wentz in the offense. And he makes that defense function with horrific corners and safeties. Right. And now he's got the secondary back, and they're playing even better, you know? So yeah. uh, that's the reason why I think they will win that division. I hate, you know, I hate to upset you again in the last I, two I, minutes, I believe but, you. I, I agree with um, you. But Schwartz is a guy, Jerry, you look at him and you say, does this guy deserve another shot? And I think he's going to get interviews, man. And he'll be a guy that's, he'll be a guy that's very interesting, man, if the Giants let go of Sherma. By the way, I agree with you. I think they will win the division. I just think whoever wins that division is one and done in the playoffs. So, Jerry, you can't say that because they're going to have a home game. Yeah, but I think Wentz you know? stinks. I mean, you know, I don't know he stinks, but he's just not playing well. But it will, you know. But you know what? If team has to come in Philly in January, it's not going to be easy, man. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying it can't. You know, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Gaz- Who's the wild card? Do you really trust Kirk Cousins going in Philly, Jerry? Uh, no. Right now, though, they'd win the division. I think, right? Well, it depends. They're more the Packers, you know. Well, if, like if it's if it's Russell Wilson or or Aaron Rodgers going into Philly, I feel really good. But you're right. Good point. If it's I'm Kirk, just saying, you know, it could Kirk be Cousins a difficult and... matchup. Yeah. 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 Hopefully it's uh, your boy, what, Drew, <laughs> maybe Drew Brees. That'd be awesome. Oh, no, Brees is going to win the division. You talk about a wild card matchup against them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, you're, looking at, you're looking at like a Seattle, which just beat them, right? Yeah. Are you looking at a possibly Minnesota or Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, you know? So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Good question from Gaza at Gazman Superstar. What are your top three positives for this season? Hashtag Buffroom Crew UK. Well, Daniel Jones has to be one of them, right, Jerry? Number one. Yeah. Um, top three positives. Defensively, I guess the signing of Golden was a pretty good positive. Uh, I guess, you know, not really many. It's Darius Slayton seems to be a nice little fight. Yeah, right? I, I, think, I think those three. I'm sure. Give Julian Love two more weeks. He'll be another positive. Dexter Lawrence, maybe. Don't get me started in that. What? Maybe Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, I mean he's a positive, I guess, right? I, you know, if we're, I, I would say Jones, I would say Darius Slayton, and Marcus Golden. I think you nailed it. I think Marcus Golden was a yeah, pleasant surprise. Yeah, I mean you were hoping Baker, but he hasn't been, right? No, not at all. I tell you one thing: who hasn't been a positive has been Saquon Barkley. I know it's been. That's been. You know what? That kid's got to get his head out of his. You know what? Yeah. Uh, because there's something off with Saquon. There's something just a little bit off, and it's not, you know what? It's not the high ankle injury anymore and all that crap. No. It's something off with this kid. Yeah. And he needs to get it back on starting Sunday. Yep. Okay? Well said. Um, You know, 
And he, you know, he's getting testier and testier. He doesn't want to hear about the injury. Hey, dude, you know, I, uh, me personally, I haven't been talking about your injury. I just, I know you're not going to be healthy you know, the rest of the year, but you're out there. I see you cutting left and right. So what is it then? I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's the offensive line. Is that the best run blocking? They're not a good run blocking unit. But they weren't a good run blocking unit last year either. And yeah. he got 1,300 yards. Yeah, they were terrible um, last year. So I hate to say it, but 26 needs to get the focus a little bit more on the football field and get whatever is bugging him or whatever the hell's going on as far as concentration-wise. And oh, But he's a little bit off, and he needs to get his head back to where it belongs. Because yeah, right yeah. now, he's not the Saquon Barkley of last season. Yeah, I was gonna say last year the line wasn't the line got better eight games in, but the first eight were they were terrible, and he was he was dominating. He was a ridiculous player last year. You're right, uh, the line was bad, especially early on, and uh, he was totally different running back, completely different. Got to help this kid Jones out a little bit. Yeah, he does. Yep. So when you come out and when you when you do a little swing route out of the backfield, and Jones sees you and leads you perfectly, right? Leads him perfectly. Yep. Unlike Eli would have threw it at his feet behind oh, him. Lisa. Oh, oh. Chris. Okay. All right. Lisa, Jerry told me to say that. So when Jones and you and the ball goes through your hands, yeah. we would have been like a 40-yard game. Yeah. What are we doing here, kid? Yep. And then he comes out. Oh, yeah, I, I got to concentrate better there. Oh, oh, thank you. So I think Barkley needs to go out there Sunday and get 160 yards and show everybody, yeah, I had a little bit of a lull, but. I'm here. You know what I mean, Jerry? Chris, maybe you should um, volunteer to a uh, motivational speak to them. I don't know. I'm not kidding. I, I, I'm ready to play. I, I got to be honest with you, dude. You're right. You're 100% right. Like, Well, you know what? The head coach has got to stop going in there and with the, bulls, with the baby bull crap and everybody's great. Everybody's this and that. Oh, but I'm tough behind the scenes. Bull crap. I saw music was back at practice today. Yeah, now music's back. He gave some hair. I don't know what the hell he he gave with that. Ah, please, Jerry. Next question. <laughs> old school giants. Uh, yeah, old school giants. You think there are some of these old school guys like Banks and Taylor and Carson be going for this crap? Um, They'll be smashing that ping pong table in a locker room over somebody's head. Yeah, if Shermer is retained, we have to assume what? there'll be major changes. Yeah, yeah, No, that's okay. Yeah, if Shermer's retained, there will be major changes. Hashtag Buffoon Crew, yes. All right, Rich at Paisano21, yeah. your boy. With players like Aquara, Darian Thompson, and Apple playing well elsewhere, do you think it's really just a matter of coaching, or did the Giants just give up on them too soon? Great question, Rich. Were they simply unfortunate casualties of a regime change? Hashtag buffoon crew. Well, I think they all have their own story. I think Eli Apple was a bad locker room guy. Gettleman came in, saw the toxic culture, and said, Apple, JPP, Bobby Hart, you're gone. Two of those three guys were not playing well. Uh, Darian Thompson, uh, when he first, what I don't understand about Darian Thompson, Chris, is when he first was drafted, Spagnola was singing his praises. This kid gets it. Then he got a foot injury, and he, I think he was out his rookie year, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. And then he came back, and he wasn't that good, and then they cut him. And it's like, that guy I think we gave up too soon. I, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Aquara, I don't know. Me, you and I were like, why they cut Aquara? It doesn't cost any money. So it's all they're all different stories, Rich, right? 
Yeah, it's all different stories. Thompson was a kid that was injured, you know, and they gave up on him. He had some missed tackles issue, but you saw you see him starting for the Cowboys now with Heath out, and he's playing all right. You know, Apple, listen, Apple's playing all right. You know, you saw him last night, three more pass interference calls. You yeah, know? I saw that. <laughs> you know, so listen, Apple's playing all right. Um, but it is a combination of, you know, getting coached up, right? Coached yeah. up a lot. Listen, Jerry, technique is so huge for a secondary player. And, you know, a lot of these secondary defensive coordinators, secondary coaches, that's, you know, they're so good at coaching technique. Yep. You know? Where other coaches, yeah, I don't know. You you tell me, bud. Right? I mean, Apple's a serviceable corner out there. I mean, don't get, you know, Apple's still making a ton of mistakes. So let's not act like he's a pro bowler out there. But he's still playing somewhat, uh, you know, somewhat better out there in New Orleans and somewhat good. So, uh, you know, Jerry, it's a lot of us, you know, these, these guys get coached up. They're in the right schemes, all that crap, Jerry, on these other teams, man. Yeah, Um yeah, I, I think that's what's frustrating. It's like they're functioning. That's what I said before. You know. Hey, you know what, Jerry? I, I know Gettle was trying to get fifty-three angels in a locker room and all that crap. Yep. But you know what, dude? You need some edge guys once in a while, man. Well, you need some uh, edge yeah. guys. In Plaxico Burris's you book, know? in Plaxico Burris's book, Tom Coughlin was complaining about someone to Ernie Acorsi, and Acorsi said to Tom Coughlin, "Go coach Holy Cross." And I thought that's a great line. Well, well you know what, Jerry? Um. First of all, Coughlin should shut his mouth about everything. You see what he's doing in Jacksonville now, yeah, okay? Yeah. He's backstabbing Marone. Yeah. All right, typical Coughlin, okay? Yeah. Trying not to take blame for anything, okay? Mm-hmm. But, you know, these are 53 personalities in a locker room, and it seems like, you know, they get him in one of 53 angels. Yep. And in the NFL, Jerry, you need a few guys with some edge. Peppers has that edge. That's what I like about him. He's He has that, you know... Edge and where he wants to kick kick people's you know what to win a game. Yeah, but it seems like they you know they got away from some other guys and you know what, you're two and nine, dude. Yep, two and nine doesn't cut. Uh, well, the point being is that it's all right to have a few guys that are on the edge a little bit. I'm not talking about guys going out and committing crimes. You know, I'm talking about guys that play on an edge. You know, they're in a locker room and they might throw some chairs around a little bit and mother f this and this. You know, yeah. Not not playing ping pong, and when you're two and nine, everybody's having fun in the locker room, <laughs> like they were today. Mm, you know, that's great. I, I'm sorry, bud. Yeah. And maybe it's me. Maybe it's that old school thinking of mine. Like uh, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm a blowhole thinking like that. No. But but I tell you what, there's a lot of guys that I could tell. I'm looking at them in the locker room. I'm saying to myself, eh, I don't think they really care that much. And guess what? You're two and nine on the field, bud. Curtis Taylor at Curtis D0101. Do you all think Michael Strahan's dominance is overlooked slash overshadowed because of LT in terms of giant greats by fans? Yeah. Well, I get his point. He's saying, do you think Michael Strahan's dominance is overlooked, overshadowed because of Lawrence Taylor in terms of giants greats by the fans? It's a, he says we, bear, we rarely hear his name mentioned in discussion of giant greats or current comparisons to like players like Chase Young. I'll say this. I actually understand what he's saying, Curtis. I think it's because he played with guys like Tuck and Yumanura, and I do think that for a short period of time, Justin Tuck was better. I think before Flozell Adams, I think it was Flozell Adams who tripped him and he landed on his shoulder and hurt his shoulder. Yeah. I think Justin Tuck in 2008 was the best giant defender 
uh, since the 86 version of Lawrence Taylor. I, I, 2008 Justin Tuck was incredible. Uh, I know a lot of Giant fans will come at me for that because of 2001 Strahan. Strahan was good for a very long time. OCU Manure was great sack specialist. I just think, I think Strahan played with guys who were closer to him than Lawrence. Like Lawrence Taylor played with Carson and Banks, but Lawrence Taylor was, and Banks would say this, Lawrence Taylor was in a class of his own. Strahan was that next level down. That's that's just my personal opinion. That's all. So. Yeah, no, I, I guess I, I get what the guy's saying, Curtis. Yeah, I get what he's saying. But listen, he he is one of the all-time, you know, great giant defenders too, right? Yeah. It, I yeah. guess it's like he, we they never, when they say Chase Young, it's like, oh, we need a player like Lawrence Taylor. I mean, nobody ever says we need a player like Michael Strahan. I guess that's the point. Well, because, uh, yeah, he is. I get, He's right. I understand what Curtis is saying because, listen, Curtis, the greatest defensive player in the history of the game played on the Giants. Yeah. Right. So you're always going to – so when a great kid comes out of college, a great defender, an edge guy, especially an edge guy, right, Jerry? Yes. He's, he's going to be compared to Lawrence Taylor. It's not a knock against Strahan. Yeah. It's just that if Lawrence Taylor never played on the Giants and it was just Michael Strahan, 132 sacks or whatever, everybody would be saying, we need another Strahan, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It just so happened that yep. the greatest ever wore a Giant uniform, thank God. You know, it's not a knock on Strahan. But I understand what Curtis is saying. Yes, he definitely does because of that. No question. Yep. John Ilegio at not John forty four. Who wins this hot mess? Who wins this ver- this hot mess? Meaning this year's team versus the eighty or the eighty seven strike team <laughs> after they cross the picket line. Hashtag buffoon crew. It would end in a tie. They both stunk. Uh, just Joe at surfing. Oh, I haven't heard from Joe in a while. Why would Joe? This will undoubtedly be Eli's last days as a Giant. Do you think he'll be allowed to play one last time before the end of the season, Chris? I don't think they're going to do that, Jerry. Think they'll let him take one snap or no? Well, against the Eagles, the last game. Yeah, good point. I don't know. Is that what you're saying? I guess, I guess no, no. Eagles, I'm asking. Right? I, I thought maybe they would do one last snap kind of thing. I have no idea. It's gonna be, I, I don't it's know. Gonna be all Eagle fans really in the know. crowd anyway, so they're gonna. Boom. I really don't know, Jerry. Oh, um, I will. Oh, here you go. You insulted her before, Lisa at So Bad Six. Hey guys, hope your Thanksgiving was nice. Which player? do you think surprisingly goes and which player do you think surprisingly stays with the team? Oh, nice question. So next year, um, who, who, would who be surprisingly surprise goes and surprisingly stays. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll give it a guy that might surprisingly stay, believe yeah. it or not, Jerry, Jack rabbit. Okay. That's a, that would be a surprise. Yes. Um, surprisingly goes. Uh, so I, I'll go with Sola. Yeah. Yeah, so surprisingly stays for me would be like Red Ellison. <laughs> That'd be a shocker. But I, I would it's a coin flip between him and uh Janoris. I think if 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 Shermer's back, I could see a guy like Red Ellison staying because he would say, Oh, we need veteran leadership at tight end. Yeah. Uh and, and he's not a fourteen million dollar cap hit. Exactly. And surprisingly goes. <sighs> uh Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram will be traded. That's that's traded. a that's a surprise, right? I, that could I happen. Don't think it's gonna happen, but it wouldn't stun me if it did. I could see Evan Ingram. I I could see in April or March Evan Ingram being traded for a draft pick. How about that? That could happen. Oh, here we go, Christian Herrera. Good question here, buddy. Hey guys, I know as fans we were all doom and gloom, but can we talk about the improved play of Tomlinson? Also, we haven't heard from the X Man in a while. 
has he hit the rookie wall? Funny, you interviewed no. him. You interviewed him about the rookie wall. You asked yeah, no, that, he's that fine. question. Yeah. No, he's fine. He's fine. He actually played pretty good last game, X Man, against the Bears. He played pretty good. Yeah. He's having a decent rookie season, you know? He's having a decent rookie season. What, he's got three sacks, Sherry. He's got some tackles, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I like him. You know, he has not hit the rookie wall. He laughed at that when I asked him. He, he said he's heard about it, but no, he's good. And what was the first part of that question? Tomlinson. Talk about him. Yeah, listen, Dalvin Thompson's played really well. Yeah. Thompson's been our best defensive lineman the last three games. Yeah. So good for him. You know? Let's see. Okay, here's a good one. Oh, Fuzz. This is, fuzz at Run Saquon Run. This one's gonna this one goes to our last podcast, buddy. Which ex-giant who was traded, released, etc., and is still active in the league, which you most like to have back? Oh. Do we have to say it out loud? Uh, Odell Beckham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> out of all of them? Yeah. Hey. I'd be a fraud if I said Devin Kennard. No. Uh, uh, you know, to me, Odell Beckham. What he would do with the kid Jones, you know, it would have been a big help to the kid Jones. We were saying this. Yeah, yep. but I don't want the I don't want the peripheral stuff. I, I talent, that's it. But the other stupidity, I don't look, I, I don't miss that. Look, Jerry, I understand the trade, and I I I get it. I get all of it and all that. I get the shenanigans. I get they were fed up with it. They was war, tired of his act. It was act war, you know, war old on the Giants and Marin all that. But if you're asking me on the field, you know, yes, Odell Beckham. Yeah, me too, buddy. That's a good question. Uh, Dong Johnson at Fro, at Fro Dude. The actor? <laughs> Dong Johnson. Different. Oh, Dong. Okay. I think he does different acting, this guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I worry that if Mara fires, <laughs> if Mara fires Gettleman, Mara will replace him with another of the old guard. What can ordinary buffoons such as myself do to let John Mara know that he needs to hire an innovative management? Um, Mr. Dong... Uh, John Mara is extremely reachable with uh, letters. He, he writes everything back. He writes back to you all the time. So I would suggest writing a letter to him uh, and uh, he'll respond. I mean, you know, don't be nasty, but, you know, these guys, they, 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 they he, he, he reads all this stuff. Yes, he does. Write a letter. So all the fans that are upset, be respectful, write a thoughtful letter. And trust me, Mara reads them, man. All right, we'll do a few more. Um, Jason Honeywell, uh, a little too early, buddy. <laughs> Born again buffooner, good stuff. Uh, Johnny Paraselli, haven't heard from him in a while. Hey, guys, loyal member of Buffoon Crew here. Your thoughts on the overall core of defensive backs and D-line currently in the building? We obviously need impact players, like Chris says, but do you think we have a good group over the next few years, or is there another overhaul needed? Uh, def- I'll go first. Defensive backs, I like them. Um, I just want them coached better. Uh, defensive line, we need an impact guy. That's what I'll say. Yeah, we do. Yes, we need impact guys up front. Defensive backs, hey, it's a big question mark, man. We drafted Baker, number one, number one pick, and he hasn't shown he's a number one pick. No. Valentine, you're going to have to see more of him, man. Yeah. Can't you can't look at Corey right now and say, okay, he's definitely gonna be in the future. I mean, I like him. I like what he brings to the table, but you know, time will tell with him too, man. Love too. You know, love's just starting to play now. 
Janoris yeah. is probably not going to be here next year. Sam Bill haven't seen enough of him yet. Yeah. So we'll see, Jerry. You know, time's going to tell with these guys. Man, the last five games is going to be big with these kids, man. You know. I mean, I, I can't imagine adding cornerback to the laundry list of things we need, huh? Let's see what happens if these last five games, Jerry. But can you sit here right now and say, yeah, DeAndre Baker is definitely a guaranteed, well, you know, guaranteed uh, corner in this league, right? No. Can't say that right now, man. No. We'll see. Brian Fitzgerald, thanks for the question. We answered it kind of already. Now, you know what he asked also? What does Eli do next year? I think he, I think he retires. Yeah. I have no idea what Eli's going to do. Yeah. Uh, Chris, that Mr. Underscore C Breezy, if or when the Giants launch, launch Shermer, do you think Mara should retire Gettleman as well? Nah, he's going to get another year. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to give him one more year. We've said that before. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Adonis 20 at Adonis 20. Do you think Darius Slayton will, will emerge into a number one wide receiver in the future? I don't know about a number one. I think it'd be solid. I think it'd be a nice, it'd be a nice solid play though. You know, I don't know about a true number one though. Scott Hubley, Jerry, tell me about your fantasy team. We hope that team is winning. No, that team stinks. Thanks for bringing it up. Hmm. I'm out of the playoffs already. Um, let me go two more. Coaching alternatives other than Garrett. Eh, too early, guys. Uh, how do we neutralize Aaron Rodgers? Well, we go to go to the nearest church and light a candle and pray. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked about Chris Mara before, and I can't find the question. He asked about Chris Mara and said, is a lot of this his fault? And you brought up something once that Bob uh, Papa said. Yeah, that, Chris that, Mara is one of the architects of the old teams. Yeah. That when when uh, he went to Dallas, he asked permission to talk to Chris Mara. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough to say. The GM makes the ultimate pick. The, the, even like the scouts and everything, they they present the information, and the GM makes the picks, right? So, yep, you know, it is what it is. I, I don't know, you know, Jerry Reese never picked linebackers early. That doesn't mean guy scouting didn't say, hey, this linebacker is great, that guy's great. So, you know, I think it is a, I think it's, I think they do agree on, um, like in a consensus. But I would say the GM has final say with the Giants. Yes, sir. Oh, that's what it was. Morgan Gale. Nice. Good question. Said, what is Chris Mara's role in all this? Uh, one more. Let's see. Ma- Ma- Marcial. Uh, here we go. Good question. At Ev Nandez. At this point, I'm developing severe liver damage watching the Giants. Legally, I have some sort of case against them, right? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> ah, we'll, end it. we'll end it at that. All right. Good stuff. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's NFL pick time and I gained one game last week. There you go. Out of all the different ones we had, I gained one. I was really proud of myself. I did not completely, uh, fall behind like I thought I might. So now I'm down 12 with five weeks to go. I need to make up at least two each week Mm. to have a shot. So yesterday, geez, there were three games. We blew that opportunity. So I think we all would have had the I would have had the Cowboys though. Would you have had the Cowboys? Yeah, me too. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. And then Bears Lions. I would have had the Lions. No, I would have had the what oh. the Lions? Yeah, at home. No, no, I would have had the Bears. So you're lucky we didn't pick. Yeah, we didn't. And Saints Falcons. And I, I had the Saints. Yeah, yeah. both had the Saints. All right. It was a dome, so Drew Brees wasn't gonna lose that game. Right. All right. <laughs> One o'clock. Titans Colts. Titans at Colts. Titans. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Titans, too. Tannehill, baby. Re sure. Reborn. Yes, absolutely. It's going to be a makeup game for you. Here we go. Great matchup. Game of the week. Can't believe this one's on at 1 o'clock. 49ers at Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens, man. It's going to be hard to go against them, huh? Sounds like you want it, Look at these rest of these games. I don't know where else I'm going to catch up. Yeah, I'm going to go 49ers just to okay. be different. I'll probably lose. Jets at Bengals. Jets. Yeah, Jets. Browns at Steelers. Browns. I'm going to go Steelers at home. All right, two different. Eagles at Dolphins. Eagles. Yeah, as much as I want to go Dolphins, i got to go Eagles. Uh, Redskins at Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Jeez, these are terrible games this week. Uh, Buccaneers at Jaguars. Go ahead. Jags, baby. Tampa Bay. <laughs> nice. Three different. There you go. Uh, Rams at Cardinals, 4 o'clock. Go ahead. I'm going to go Cardinals. No, no. Murray's hurt. Rams, 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 Rams. Rams. Murray's not playing? Uh, it says he's, I think he tweaked something. I just saw on Twitter before. Oh, I man. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. That's what I saw early. I don't know if it means he's not playing. He just he's tweaked something. So, wow. I'll go with the Rams, too. Yeah. This would have been a good game a couple of weeks ago, but after last week, uh, they got stomped. Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, me too. Chargers at Broncos. Chargers. Yeah, my boats stink. Chargers, though. Good one. Patriots at Texans. Patriots. Texans it is. I'm going Texans. And Monday night. Oh, it was a great game, too. Vikings at Seahawks. I'll go with Seattle. All right, dude. And do we really have to pick it? Packers at Giants, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I think we discussed that. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Packers by 40. I got another prediction. If they get beat bad enough, I think the Giants make a change. I'm not kidding, man. I know that's. I don't care if you call me buffoonish or not. I think if it gets embarrassing right. enough with enough Packer fans there, and they get beat badly enough, I think I think John Mara makes a change. How about that? All right. Yeah, that's probably wrong. Anything else, buddy? No, that's it. All right, pal. All right, guys. If you want to order a subscription or a copy of the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription as well. M a g z t e r. And download the Giant Insider app. Uh, we print this Sunday night. Lots of good stuff. Try to keep it as positive as uh, we can. But, you know, look, we're 2-9, and nine, soon to be 2-10. and 10. This is a uh, crap storm of the season. So, anything else, buddy? No, that's it. Enjoy. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.